This is a topic that I never wanted to talk about. I never wanted to talk about my doubts and insecurities as I felt so alone in so many circumstances when I wasn't ready or I was afraid to move forward and I thought it was only me. So I'm so glad you're here today. Whether you've known this before or you're learning this for the first time, self-doubt peppers all of us. And whether you're afraid of failure or you're afraid of success, or you may be afraid of letting other people down or even over-promising, these are all common. And I wasn't completely aware of this until well into my 30s. So if you're not aware of this, or maybe you just thought it was you, you are not alone. I am glad you're here. We are going to talk about not only how to recognize it, but how to manage your self-doubts and maybe even use it as a tool to accelerate your next level of impact. Welcome to Career Strategies for Women That Work with me, JJ DiGeronimo. In each podcast, I design the format to share insights, tools, and inspiration for you to gain the momentum you need to catapult in the direction you desire. With this, you can find show notes in the description. Let's get started. Thinking about your feelings at work is often not encouraged. In fact, many of us are encouraged to suppress how we feel and just get it done. So when I think about self-doubt, I often have to rewind back six steps to really think about how I felt in the moment. And when I really reflect on times when I was eager to take a new role or position for a new project or even shift the direction of my career, I inevitably felt sick at times, unable to sleep. And at the time, I did not realize that this really held me back in so many aspects of my career and really my life, because it wasn't necessarily what I wanted to jump to. It is the fear that would overcome me when I thought about making that leap or that sidestep or even moving in that next direction. I would fear of losing it all. I'd be fear of not being worthy, the fear of not being accepted, the fear of not belonging, and then layer on top finances, titles, career choices. It's not surprising that self-doubt hinders some and maybe many of our career steps. When I talk about this with many of the women that attend my keynotes and workshops, we often talk about how much confidence we have. But when you really think about it, confidence is a step after how we feel. And if we feel that we're not prepared or not ready, or we can't do it, or we don't want to let people down, that really drives us more to non-action where if we feel that we can pull the project across the finish line or we can get the next job done or we're ready for the promotion, we tend to have more confidence. And confidence is often what drives action. Now, in a fantastic book, The Confidence Code, written by Katie Kay and Claire Shipman, they outline the generic dispositions and the environmental factors that contribute to confidence. And as part of their research, they found that women take significantly fewer risks than men. This leads to lower confidence levels, which can often stifle our career growth. And further on in their book, 
they share that success, it turns out, correlates just as closely with confidence as it does competence. I need to repeat that one more time because I feel like it's so important. Success turns out to correlate just as closely with confidence as it does competence. And I think for many of us, we're so eager to be competent all the time that we don't take the risk and fear of letting other people down, which completely impacts our confidence. And if we don't have confidence in our ability, we surely aren't going to have action to move forward. Now, many of you may have heard of imposter syndrome or self-efficacy, which I cover in episode three. So be sure to take a leap back there and check that out. But here I really want to talk about self-doubt and how self-doubt can often convince us that we're not ready. And when we're not ready, we often don't take action. So what I'd like to do is really dive into those thoughts and how do we manage those thoughts and how do we use them as a tool to find a bigger purpose so that we can use that momentum and link it to a larger purpose that allows us to leap over our self-doubt into confidence that creates action and movement in the direction you desire. So what are some of the steps to sidestep self-doubt? For me, the first is noticing. Noticing what I am saying to myself and when that occurs. Now, this is not something that came easily to me. I often didn't recognize my thoughts because I was so busy in my to-do list that I didn't recognize how I talked to myself. And it wasn't until I developed a mindfulness practice that took a lot of work that really gave me insight to how I talked to myself. After I learned how I talked to myself, I then had to dig a little deeper to understand where those stories started. And for many of us, these stories could start as a child or in college or your first job or your last job. But somewhere along the way, we have developed stories as a mechanism to protect ourselves. But often these stories can hinder our actions. On page 147 of my second book, Accelerate Your Impact, I have included a handful of stories that women have shared with me. And in sharing it, my goal was for the reader to identify if they too have experienced this. And if they had experienced it, I added two columns. The first column states, yes, fear held me back. And the second column states, I was fearful, but I pushed forward. I will read you a few of these and include the entire chart in the show notes. I often have important pieces of data to contribute to the group, but I have been interrupted so many times that I'm not sure my input is necessary or appreciated. If this has happened to you, have you let fear hold you back or were you fearful but still pushed forward? Next, a position was posted that I was interested in but I did not think I would be considered. Did you let this hold you back or did you push forward? My boss told me I was not ready to move out of my current role. I wanted to share 
interest in potential promotions with other key people in my organization that would help nurture and even sponsor me outside of my direct team. But my boss's voice reminded me that I was not ready. If this happened to you, did fear hold you back or did you push forward? I'm getting older, so I work to stay under the radar most of the time and just do my work, even though I see jobs I would like to move into next. Do you let fear hold you back or do you move forward? I have been asked to present at meetings or conferences, but I think others will do a better job. If this is something that you've experienced, do you let this hold you back or do you push forward? When I'm asked my opinion, I think I should keep it brief because others often look disinterested in my input. If you've experienced this, do you let fear hold you back or do you push forward and share your opinion? These are just a few examples that women have shared with me throughout the years of situations in which they either hold back their voice, their actions, or their interests, or they use it as an opportunity to recognize that they have these stories and they still have to push through to move to the other side. So take a minute to think about what your stories may be. How do you hold yourself back? What things do you tell yourself? And if you're thinking, JJ, I'm not even sure what my stories are. No worries, because up to 2016, I'm not sure I knew my stories either. It wasn't until I took up an eight-week course based on mindfulness designed by John Kabat-Zinn that was being offered by a local hospital, University Hospital, and the teacher, Suzanne. This really kick-started my ability to recognize my own stories. Now, I can't say that I went into the class really understanding mindfulness or even meditation. And in fact, I wasn't even really that excited to attend. But I had visited a few career counselors and even a therapist that shared that I needed to slow down and better understand how I talked to myself. This, of course, was after many discussions and how I needed more joy and fulfillment because I was so busy in my schedule. I wasn't really working on enjoying the manifestation of all my hard work. And many had directed me to mindfulness for years, but I just didn't think it was my gig. And I really wasn't interested in being quiet and sitting still. So it took several years before I ended up in the seat on Sunday afternoon for a few hours in my first class. And I I share with many people, I had my soy chai and my notebook and I was ready to learn. Little did I know, it was really more about being aware of what was happening in our mind than it was about learning about ourselves. In fact, many of the exercises, we were taught to pay attention to what was happening around and within you so that you could better understand why you made certain decisions and why you had specific actions. This, of course, took me several weeks to even get enough patience, awareness, and acceptance to sit still. Now, at the same time, I was reading Brene Brown's Rising Strong, how the ability to reset transforms the way we live, love, parent, and lead. She shares specific actions to create separations from your ego by digging deep into your thoughts and weeding through your emotions. 
Her exercises help you come out on the other side with more knowing and awareness of how your thoughts, actions, and outcomes are intertwined. If you marry that with a mindfulness practice, you really can have the ability of understanding not only what thoughts you're having, but where those thoughts stem from. And those are often interactions that happen in your life that set your trajectory of how you feel in a particular situation, which drives whether you have more self-doubt or more confidence, which then directly impacts your actions. Now, this can seem complicated and even challenging, and I'd have to agree that it is both. But honestly, if you create space to understand your thoughts and then even dig a little deeper to understand where those thoughts come from, you can often decouple those thoughts from those emotions that allow you to live a life with more confidence. And that confidence can often drive different actions. So if you were like I was, where I really wanted different outcomes, different actions, I wanted to have more confidence and more importantly, more joy. But for me to do that, I had to slow down. I had to create practices that allowed me to understand the stories I told myself on a regular basis. And then I had to dig a little deeper to really get into Where do those stories stem from and why do I feel the way I do based on those situations? Being able to understand why I had self-doubt or when I had more confidence really helped me better understand how I went about opportunities. And I think for many of you that if you have a lot of self-doubt, Start getting more familiar with mindfulness and the practice. There's many apps out there you can use. I'd love if you could share some that you're already using with me. I'll make a list. But for many of us, it's really about creating space to understand our thoughts and the meaning behind our thoughts that give us the ability to change our trajectory or even just change the way we view opportunities. Today's sponsor is Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest is arriving on Thursday and I'm super excited because it stocks my kitchen with clean, delicious food made from real vegetables and fruit. They do the hard work in selecting the best ingredients from organic farms who freeze everything right on the farm to lock in the nutrients and peak season flavor. The team of talented chefs and nutritionists take all the ingredients and craft delicious foods without filters, gums, or redefined sugars. If you too want to add delicious meals to your lunch or dinner, be sure to check out the $25 gift code in the show notes at jjdgeronimo.com forward slash nine. That's the number nine. There you'll find a hot link for $25 off to check out these great meals and include them in your week too. Enjoy. Creating new practices, gaining new insight coming together with people that are on a similar path as you has been really instrumental for me to make adjustments or even reflect on my past. One of the things I've learned on my journey is that when I encounter fear, when I encounter uncertainty, when I am contemplating my next step with doubt, 
I often have to step outside myself for a moment and really think about what is the bigger purpose? What is the bigger mission here at hand? Because for me, if I can attach a bigger purpose or meaning to my work, I often can reason with myself that my fear is minimal based on the potential impact. Now, let me assure you, I have not done this alone. Over the last five years, I have been part of many masterminds, retreats, online groups, and they have been instrumental for me in learning, connecting, and even changing my frequency. That's the energy in which I want to resonate at. And if you too are seeking for a new way of living or achieving a new level of impact, I encourage you to seek out ways to connect with like women or men that are looking to overcome or sidestep where they are so that you can gain additional momentum based on additional knowing and additional information and additional connections. Many of the articles that I read, many of the things that really defined sidestepping self-doubt talked about aligning with people, new ways of thinking, new material to create momentum together. With this, I'm creating a unique way for us to come together that's specifically designed for busy women in very demanding careers. As many women that I've talked to recently feel uninspired or even depleted, I'm creating a way for us to come together to explore insights, gain awareness, and create momentum. So if you're interested in learning how to fuel your work, your life, and your goals, and you want to join a group of women and work on this together, be sure to sign up on the show notes page, or you can drop me a DM on any of my social media platforms, and I'll be sure to include you in the initial launch for women like you that want to come together, learn, explore, and expand what is possible. So thank you for joining today's episode. Be sure to share it with your girlfriends, your women's groups, and women that you too want to empower. I look forward to joining you next time and be sure to check out the show notes page, jjdgeronimo.com forward slash nine. Until next time.